Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hey, welcome back to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, this is Scott. Today, I'm going to go through a framework that we use for helping uh, businesses get more influence when it comes to social media and selling on social media. That's a four-step framework, and I'm going to go through this. Look, a lot of the times when I'm talking to people either uh, in the boardroom or you know, we do a lot of conferences and a lot of speaking, um, we always are talking to people about you know one of their biggest problems, or what are their biggest problems when it comes to creating content or getting content out in front of people. And time and time again, you know, people always say, hey, Scott, we don't know what to say. Um, and we really struggle to to you know know what to say, and then we struggle you know how to say it, um, and in what platform should we use be using, when actually to say it uh, is, is another one as well, and then really how to get people engaged in the content um, that they're creating, and it can lead to a lot of frustration. So maybe you know that's happening for you in your business. Um, you know you're not sure you know what to put together, you know, how to say it, when to say it, and how to really get people involved. So I'm giving you this framework that'll give you some ideas uh, and I'll give you a bunch of, um, I guess, insights and tips that you can use to create better social media content um, that will allow you to sell to more people and sell in a, in a seamless um, kind of way. This is all around what I, what I call strategy first thinking. Um, you might have heard me say in a couple of other podcasts or if you've seen us speak, you know, I believe you must design the strategy to pick the tactics to produce the results you want. Too many people I see pick the tactics and then wonder why they don't get the results uh, from their marketing. So this is part of that design it first, okay, strategy first, design it. Then from your design, you pick the tactics to get the results you want. So that's it's 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 very clear for me when I can see uh, marketing not working, why it's not working. It, it's because you know the, the tactic tactics have been picked first. So we'll go through some of the strategy here. So this is as I said, it's a four-step framework. And number one, let me write this down, is, is share your character so people get to know you. So you want to share your character so people get to know you. What do I mean by character? Well, character is defined as a trait. Uh, it's a quality or a high moral code. Uh, an example of a character is someone who's known to be funny. An example of a character is a person who is trustworthy. You know, so character is the know, and this is about all about know, like, and trust. So people buy from you. If you've um, if heard that, might have heard that before. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. You know, so this is character is a great way to get people to know you. So a number of years ago, I created a hashtag called celebrate your victories um, look in New Zealand and you may have even seen some content posted by this or me tagged in it or me tagging people with their birthdays and stuff to say celebrate your victories I really believe I'm kind of against the tall poppy syndrome I believe people should and business owners should celebrate their victories so I created this um, hashtag and it's part of what I want to get known by. It's the character that I want to get known by. I want to be seen as someone who is celebrating success, not only for the ability to celebrate uh, my team's success, but also to celebrate my client's success. Uh, and I think that's I think it's awesome that you'd be able to you know celebrate your clients and put them up up in lights. But also anyone you see having doing some great great things, you know, you know always tag them in, you know, celebrate your victories. So that. 
for me is how I've got known. It's now actually one of our core values in our business. Celebrate your victories. It's something that we hold in our business. Uh, we talk about our wins daily uh, and our daily do it. And so everyone is kind of focused on where we're helping our clients win. And it's become part of our culture that we love celebrating our victories because we're helping people win. And I think, you know, more businesses uh, want to win and we're seen as that, that team that can help people win. So it really has become not only just part of the character, but part of the core values of our business. Another great, uh, if you're looking at character, another great character trait to get known by is being useful and helpful. Uh, and I think that's a challenge for some business owners, um, but here's how I want you to break that down. I want you to give people value in advance of them ever meeting you. You know, pretend um, that you don't need to worry about money, right? And I say this to business owners, look, you don't need to worry about the money. Money is a byproduct of you giving value and giving value in advance. Um, so what do you know that can actually help people um, and, and help them in advance of them ever giving you any money? Because if you just take the focus off the money for a bit, you, you come a lot clearer in actually how you can help people. And you start to, people will start to see you as that trait as useful and helpful. And they'll start to see you as an authority in your marketplace. Um, and I'll share some other ways of how you can, you can use that. But you know, you've got your knowledge, right? What are the questions that you get asked every day that you could be using and putting out content, you know, maybe uh, interview an expert, you know, and, and have in complementary industries where you come together and you show and share your knowledge. Um, and, and maybe say, look, let's give an example. Say you're, um, you know, you do some landscaping, you know, you could talk to um, outterior designers, you could talk to lawn specialists, you could talk to a whole bunch of different people. Um, so your, your content could come together and you've been seeing as useful and helpful. It could be as easy as going talking to local businesses. You know, if you're a real estate agent, just going talking to local businesses and adding value to them, you know, asking them questions, getting some content from them, uh, and, and even going behind the scenes to share and show people what, what you do. This all adds up to sharing your knowledge. Because here's the thing. Marketing's kind of be flipped on its head, right? You know, like there's, most people go to YouTube and find some information, you know, but, but they, people really want insights. And I'll go into this in just a second. People want insights. And here's the thing. As a person, you know, I always joke when I do my seminars, I put, a, put, your, put up your hand if you've got a few problems, you know, and I raise both of my hands and people will raise their hands and I say, look, how do you think? Do you think solution first, then problem? Or do you think problem first, then solution? It's human nature, right, to think, um, you know, uh, problem first, then solution. But so many people are uh, kind of marketing their solution first without actually thinking about the problems that they solve. And I think that's really important. When you become useful and helpful and you focus on that character trait, you will look at how you help solve problems for those clients. So, you know, you become a customer first thinking versus solution first thinking, which is a really powerful place to be and allow you to cut through all the noise while everyone's kind of yelling at everyone and telling them, hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. You come from a, a customer first thinking where you can actually enter the conversation that they're having um, because you're actually helping them solve their problems. Um, I think one of the best ways to do this, and this is what I've seen it over time and time again, is look at the problems that you do solve and, and look together to get maybe three core problems um, that you do solve for people and then create three core messages from that. Uh, allows you to then get known uh, for that and, be, and, and at least grab some mind share um, so you can grow your market share, which we'll talk about in just a second. Because here's the thing, and I want you to understand this. 
as a consumer and as someone who's looking at your business and wanting to could be doing business with you, people have two questions that they must ask and answer. Okay, they've actually got two questions and three options. So I'm going to give you the, you know, here's here's question one: is why should they buy? Okay, why should they actually buy? And then why should they buy from you? And you, as a business owner, you have to get very very clear. Uh, on those two, you know, when you look at your products and services and what you do, you know, why should they buy and then why should they buy from you? Because here's the thing, we have three choices as a consumer. We can buy from you, or number two, we can buy from a competitor, or number three, we can do nothing. If they do nothing, then that's on you if there's this desire for them to buy. If they buy from your competitor, well, chances are your competitor is just doing some better marketing than you. They have a clearer understanding of who they help. Maybe they have a better offer in the marketplace. Um, so, so you really need to sharpen the sword. And look, as markets get tighter and things become harder, um, you know, these are the questions that you really need to answer when you're marketing your business. So why should they buy? Why should they buy from you? Get really, really clear on that and then understand they have three options, okay? Buy from you, buy from your competitor, or do nothing. So we work with Novus. Novus is a, um, they they fix windscreens, repair, replacement windscreens, right? We have helped them create really three core messages over probably the last eight years. Number one is safety first, uh, and there's a massive reason for that safety first. Uh, number two is locally owned and operated. And the reason we go locally owned and operated is they have around 64 franchises nationwide. Most of them are owned and operated locally by Kiwi business owners, okay? Compared to the competitor who has lots of different, well, they, they, they basically have a big American company behind them. So we're locally owned and operated. And then because we're a windscreen company, we want to have fun. So we've taken their, you know, their presence online uh, and, and created fun and, and had a lot of good things um, so people could join in, you know, a lot of, at different times of the year, you know, giving away petrol vouchers, checklists, all this sort of stuff gift games, you name it, having fun and making sure that the novice and the core messages really cut through. Safety first, he's on open operator and fun. And now with the trees that count message, helping them be, um, you know, get that message out as far as, hey, for every job, we plant a tree in New Zealand. So we're looking at that, you know, the, the, the environmental side of everything we do now as well. So we're expanding on the core messages. And it's really, really important that you actually have, you know, some core messages that you can go to. And another one, when you're looking at your character, maybe you want to look at, okay, Scott, maybe look at your core values, okay, and go, okay, well, what are, what are some of my core values? You know, I know in our business, we could share another one, which would be team focused, you know, as far as a character that we want to get known by. Um, one that we want to get known by from, from a staffing perspective is one of our core values is world-class training, world-class outcomes. That's a great one when we come to um, people get to know us who might want to come and work here. Okay, so we're using that character trait to get known um, that we give world-class training so people can get world-class outcomes. Another good thing to do is to, when you're looking at your character trait, um, is look at insights versus information. And a great example of this, um, I'll share in just a second, but a lot of people say, well, what's the difference? And I say, well, insight is the, it's the capacity to gain an accurate and deep understanding of something or, some, or someone or something. It's really you know, to give people that, like, that aha moment, I didn't know that, you know, I, I didn't know you did that, or I didn't know that thing, I didn't know that, oh, that's really interesting. Uh, if you get people starting to say that to you, you know you're onto a winner, because here's the thing, I believe small hinges in a, big, in a business swing big doors. 
okay? Loads of people always look, trying to hit a home running business. They're trying to create a viral ad, all this type of stuff, which is great and it does happen. But here's the thing, you can win by winning small and, you know, and looking at all the small things that you do can add up to something big. That's why I say small hinges swing big doors. And that's what an insight I believe can be, you know, an insight. So a good example of this is Little India, who we look after nationwide. They had, uh, we were working with them one day and someone mentioned that there's no sugars in their curries. And I think it was Arjun, who's the brand manager there. And we were like, whoa, what, what do you mean no sugar in curries? Um, and, you know, most, most um, uh, curries have sugar in them, right? Uh, Little India use a, a, a cashew paste with a, some tomato and stuff in it. And it, like, it was such a little thing, but when we started marketing it, um, it set, uh, you know, more and more questions. People started asking more and more questions. Hey, it's sugar-free. Does that mean it's keto-friendly and all this sort of stuff? And all of a sudden, people were asking about different things like, do you do cauliflower rice? And all, all this sort of stuff started to grow a whole new category of business, um, which was exciting for, for Little India. And this is, you know, little things that you, you, you hear um, or you hear people say that can mean a big thing in your business. So always, always look, be on the lookout and use active listening um, to, to understand what, um, you know, what is a small thing that could open a big door for you in your business. Another great website to go to if you're kind of struggling with looking at, you know, what's a character trade is go to answer the public and type in, you know, if you're selling houses or if you're, you know, whatever type of business you're doing, you can put in the keyword and it'll give you a whole bunch of um, uh, things that people are looking at, you know, and it'll look at it from the how, the which, the who, the can, the are, the when, the why. Um, and it'll give you a, basically a whole uh, raft of what, what people are typing in to the search engines. It's owned now by a guy called Neil Patel, who's a fantastic guy for understanding, you know, the, the, the search game. And this is really another layer to put on to, you know, when you're looking at, um, you know, building your character and what are the people looking for and, and, the, and the precision and the authority that you can take. Another great website to go to is Cora.com. Uh, and that really, you can look at getting some, you know, you can type in a question and people answer those questions, but you can go in there and you can see what people are typing in. You know, it could be the, the what is the best way to invest in real estate? And there'll be a ton of answers. And inside those answers, you can look at some of that content and that might relate to you and your industry. And you could then start using some of that information uh, as part of your part of your character. So um, some really, really good things there. So then number two, is you must create chemistry so people uh, like you, okay? So number number one was share your character so people get to know you. Number two is share your, uh, create chemistry so people like you. Know, people like you. It's that know, like, and trust again, right? So in the context of relationship, chemistry is a simple uh, emotion that two people get when they share uh, a special connection. Uh, it's that impulse making one people think, I need to see this person again. It's that feeling um, we click, right? And that's chemistry. Uh, and chemistry is great, for, you know, to grow a business, I really believe with marketing, if you're going to grow a market share, you need to grow the mind share first. Because here's the thing, if I say the word soft drink, you automatically think Coca-Cola, that's correct, right? And then if I say fast food, you automatically think McDonald's. And that, that happens wherever I go, no matter what country we speak in and what podcast we're on, um, where, where are we going? I ask those same two things and every time it's Coke and McDonald's. But then I say, well, what about car yards? 
Sydney, car yards Brisbane, car yards Christchurch, car yards Wellington. And what about massage therapy Sydney, massage therapy uh, Christchurch? What about um, architects Wellington, architects in Timaru? What about heat pumps in, in Brisbane? What about storage in Melbourne or storage in Christchurch? You know, it's not as clear cut, right? And here's, that's the opportunity that you have as a business owner. You can own that mind share to grow that market share. Because here's the thing, Coke and McDonald's spent billions and billions of dollars to own your mind share that in a second, you, not even a second, a millisecond, go to that as soon as, some, as, soon as I said that, right? But here's the thing, when it comes to your your industry, you know, who's leading the way there? There's probably an opportunity for you using, you know, social media and getting people to know, like, and trust you to actually grab that mind share, you know? So here's the, here's how you can do it. And the good news is you don't actually have to spend a ton of money to do this, right? Who has a who has video equipment on them today? Well, everyone does, right? Because everyone has a mobile phone these days. You have a portable videographer in your pocket, um, and you know by spending some money just either on a on a tripod or just on a on a um, some audio equipment as far as getting a road mic, you can have world class video content, uh, and you can start to influence people through video. And when I talk about uh, I'll give you a great example is we've got a client, Car Money, and, and they got very, very good at creating videos, okay? Uh, and he would create chemistry by having the product in the background, which was a ute. He was selling um, uh, ute finance, so his theory is, his concept was same ute, lower repayments that we come up with, and we've really helped them grow that. To the point where you know he's growing quite a substantial business now. The thing he did to create chemistry in the background of these videos was to have the ute, you know, and funny, people would say, oh, that's a shitty old Nissan and stuff like that. Well, after a couple of videos, we just told him to go down to the car yards, borrow other utes, stand in front of them, say the same old script in front of the number plate so people can't see it, and you can, all of a sudden, he's got a white ute, a black ute, a gray ute, a green ute, a red ute, and his videos are getting shares and likes and comments. You know, so much so that he's had over 3.2 million views in about, that was about a eight-month period. In fact, 24,893 people, and I'm looking at the stats right now, watched his videos all the way through. That's over over a minute of, a minute 30 of video, video ad, uh, people, 24,000, nearly 25,000 people watched the um, the whole entire video. Um, or they watch the whole entire video. That's incredible when you, when you come to think about it. You know, if I gave, if I put a minute thirty ad on TV, and it wouldn't be long before you grabbed your phone, right? And this is the power of creating chemistry uh, and creating chemistry with the people that can and can and want to buy your product. So being very targeted and and who you're targeting as well. Because here's the thing. Here's another great example. I was talking to a real estate agent. I said, you know, tell me about how you create chemistry when you're going to a listing, etc. Um, who are the types of people that you get really get on well with? And she said, you know, I seem to um, get on really well with dog lovers. I was like, why is that? And she goes, well, I've got a dog and every time I, you know, I really love my dog and every time I go to a listing and they have a dog, um, I'll go up to the dog and pat the dog, talk to the dog, blah, 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 blah. 
and I just really get on. And 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 once you know that once the owners see me, I get on with their dog. It breaks down the barriers, and we talk about the dog. And then finally, we get onto the house, and then I sign the listing. And it's because, and I said, yeah, it's because they like you. You know, you've given chemistry that you're. And I said, you need to start using the dog in your marketing. You know, people need to see that you're a dog lover because dog other dog lovers love other dog lovers. You know, that's why you have a dog park. It's probably one of the most social parts is going and talking to the other owners etc while the dogs run around you know and it's, it's, once again it's a small hinge but it swings a big door when it comes to getting people to like you because once they know you once they like you then you, you're halfway through the battle of getting people to trust you right uh, and it's just such a such a powerful thing that you can do Another thing that you can do when it comes to you know, getting people to like you is demonstrate your credibility, you know, by either shooting some video content, um, you know, videos are a really great way to do that, you know, recording maybe some podcast information like this, um, but it gives you the ability of people to see you. The more familiarity people get to see you again, 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 or hear you, they will end up liking you, okay? So, Number three is demonstrate credibility so people trust you. And I think credibility is definitely one of the most important things these days when it comes to marketing, it comes to business, and the quality of being trusted and believed. And I think one of the things you really should do, everyone should do in their marketing, is get known by the success of their clients. You know, spend time getting reviews, getting video reviews, getting getting people to say good things about you because it's not so much about what you say these days, it's what other people will say about you. Uh, and I think I've seen this so many times with clients when we spend the time to get reviews and get case studies and all that type of stuff, um, you know, their, their business does go up because of it. Because here's the thing, I believe here's one of the most important questions you should ask in your marketing, and that is, what must you demonstrate in order to be true for people to want to do business with you? And when I go back to that question I asked you before, why should they do business with you? Well, you should be looking at that and go, well, actually, what must I demonstrate in order to be true? Well, what must I demonstrate to be true in order for people to want to do business with me? You know, remember, they've got to know you, they've got to like you, they've got to trust you, okay? So what can I demonstrate? What can I give proof of um, and, and showcase that I actually know or we know what we're doing so people want to do business with us? And look, and a great way to do that is, you know, once as I said before, get testimonials. I don't care whether you're a restaurant or a, 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 a vacuum cleaner salesperson or a landlord or, or a windscreen repair guy or a plumber, whatever, get testimonials, you know, and, and use use that as quality content in your social media, you know, use the likes of Canva, et cetera, or to get out designers um, designing stuff for you so it's stuff that, that, that really, really looks good. It demonstrates your credibility. You know, you can use um, software now like Video Ask um, to capture video testimonials. Um, you've got your mobile phone, you can go and shoot testimonials. We do a lot of that with our clients. Uh, here's a really good formula if you are getting um, testimonials though. You want to take people through this formula. And it was once I was lost, but now I'm found. You know, once I really struggled um, to, to understand, um, you know, maybe you're a maths tutor, you know, and the tutoring could be, you know, once my child, my child really struggled to, to understand how to do multiplications. And it wasn't until I started working with ABC uh, Maths Company that, you know, they saw all these different techniques and now my son knows how to do maths you know once I was lost but now I'm found and it's really a really um, simple formula once again um, but it talks in in the human psychology of 
problem solution you know it's not solution first it's problem i'm lost i'm lost over here you know i was overweight i couldn't do this i couldn't do that uh, and then the solution you know which was your product okay so once i was lost Another great way to demonstrate credibility is do talks, you know, uh, shoots video, pick a theme, what, what could you share? Maybe you have an industry news or, you know, you have some insider knowledge of maybe you've read a whole bunch of information or maybe you, you've got some stuff that's inspirational uh, and you could then share a story on that. Um, personal projects that you're working on can, can be great for people. Sharing the details uh, and allowing people in your network to get involved is a, is a really good way. You know, even like to some degree, um, asking for advice can be a great way to demonstrate credibility. You know, maybe you're an expert on a certain topic, but you're not an expert on one topic. So you ask for some advice on that topic can demonstrate uh, credibility. I know a lot of times when people will come to us and say, hey, Scott, you know, um, do you do a specific type of marketing? Was it email marketing? We're like, no, we don't. We, or do you, you know, so, but we use someone else here, you know, or do you guys do websites? Well, no, we don't, but we do some, we use someone else over here, you know, and I think that gives us a lot of credibility because we're not trying to, you know, say we do everything, which I, you know, I think a lot of people try and do. Okay, so number four is invite conversation. So people buy from you. Here's the thing. You've got people to know you. You've got people to like you. You've got people to trust you. But the old Kiwi way uh, is we don't ask for the business, you know. And with tools these days, you can really invite people into a conversation. And that's what I really want to say to here. You know, this is about uh, having conversations. You know, conversations is about having, you know, an informal conversation between one or two or more people, right? And I think, I, I remember hearing Ryan Dice say in a conference in San Diego once, you know, conversations create conversions. Don't worry about, you know, focusing too much on sales. Have conversations with people, help them out, and sales will become because of that, right? And, and I've never forgotten it, and I use it every day now, inviting people into conversations. You know, there's some real simple software you can use these days, like OneSub, Calendly, all that sort of stuff that you can get set up. Uh, and get people to book into your calendar to have conversations with you. There's so many bits of um, online software these days, whether it's Google Meet, Whereby, which is one we've used extensively, Zoom, etc., to that you can have conversations with people pretty much anywhere in the world. Um, you can actually pick up the phone and, and use the good old phone. Another piece that, of software that we use all the time is, is ManyChat. Uh, it's a great bit of software for having those one-on-one -on -one conversations and one-to-many conversations that then lead into the one-to-one -one conversation um, that you can then get people into a phone call or or even just um, you can actually just be talking to people and sell people through um, Messenger these days. So there's a real opportunity with te technology to get and invite conversations. It's about, once again, setting the strategy first so then you, then you pick the tactics to get the results you want you know and and really it comes down to this formula consistency of message plus frequency of reach to create relevancy you know if you want to get known you have to have a consistent message you have to if you want to get if you want to be liked you know you do have to have a consistent message and if, and you, if you want to be liked you have to have frequency of reach as well right and frequency of reach will allow you to be trusted as well, okay? It's the credibility, because then it becomes relevancy. And when you're relevant to people, people will start to take action and they'll start to buy from you. And that's, that's at the end of the day, what good social media is about. But most people quit too early. They don't give themselves enough time to be relevant, right? And they don't give themselves enough time to get known, liked, 
or trusted. And I think that's the one of the biggest things I see with businesses failing at social media. They're not giving themselves enough runway to to actually um, get the results they want. They're too focused on trying to trying to shortcut it and get quick results, trying to hit a home run, trying to get this 90-day thing going. You need to give yourself more time, uh, more bandwidth. Look, end of the day, you can get results quick, um, but, it, but at the same time, you, if you want to build a business and you want to build a brand, then you need to really focus on the long game here. All right, guys, appreciate your time. Hopefully this has been of value to you, um, you know, in, in helping you build know, like, and trust so people buy from you. It's a four-step uh, framework for, for selling on social media. Um, if it's been of real value, I'd love to love to hear your comments. I'd love to uh, get some feedback. Um, either post it um, on, the, on the platforms or um, just send me an email at scott at Get Digital Influence. I know people are really, really enjoying the podcast. I'm enjoying putting the content out. Um, we've got some crackers lined up um, with, with different people in different industries. So um, I appreciate you listening in. Thanks for your time and have a great day. Hi, Scott here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, uh, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.